This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Talking about death makes many of us uncomfortable. But by avoiding the subject, it might just make things worse when the time comes. Talking with your loved ones about your will, advance care directive and other wishes is important for you and for them. Audrey Bouget and Ildi Godauda tell us more. We spend our whole life planning career, birth, vacations, even the meals for the week. So why do so few people have a plan for the end of their life? An end-of-life plan is about making sure that your wishes are respected and that those around you know what to do. Jesse Williams is the executive director of the Groundswell Project, a not-for-profit organisation wanting to change how we view death. She says that most people never tell anyone their end-of-life wishes. Most of us will have a what we call a medicalised death. So with very good medical care, we will have a death or a dying experience that we, we may want to have a say in. So, for example, for some people... You know, they would like to be uh, in a hospital for their dying experience and they want the best of medical care. For other people, it's the last place they want to be. She encourages people to clearly tell their loved ones what they want. I think the most important thing is to have a conversation with your friends and your family. So we often hear from people who work in health services or in palliative care or in emergency in hospital that... You know, people coming, uh, people are coming in at a very stressful time in their lives and they've never actually spoken to their friends or family who are coming in with them about what's most important to them. So we really encourage you to just have a chat about what's important to you, what are your values. If you're listening and you don't have an end-of-life plan, Jessie Williams says that now is the moment to get started. There's no age for it. I, I think earlier the better. <laughs> so... You know, we want to have these conversations when we're well. I think um, many people see, you know, marriage or perhaps a baby as a trigger point to getting their end-of-life plans together. Um, certainly the numbers go up the older we get, but, um, you know, things can happen at any time. So I would say I would say, if you're in your 30s and 40s, definitely a good time to, to get those plans together. One of the things that you'll have to think about is making a will. In many countries, when someone dies, their property or assets are automatically given to the family. But in Australia, making a will is the only way you can ensure that your assets will be distributed according to your wishes. Solicitor Nalika Padmasina from the Aged Rights Service in New South Wales strongly recommends that you get independent legal advice. It is important your intentions are expressed clearly to reduce the chances of argument as to who gets what. For this reason, it is better to have a solicitor or the New South Wales trustee or private trustee draft the will. We do not recommend using a will kit. Now, you can buy the will kit from a newsagent or post office, but we do not recommend using that will kit. Your will should be specific and kept up to date. It will last until you die or until you change it or revoke it. Nalika Padmasina says it's important to change your will when circumstances change. You should make changes to your will or make a new will if certain events occur in your life such as if you marry or you divorce or major beneficiary dies 
or you have children or grandchildren. So in that circumstance, you need to get legal advice and make uh, necessary changes to your will. Especially when you remarry, the marriage invalidates an existing will if it does not contemplate the marriage. You should also think about having a living will or advanced care directive, which is a document stating your wishes for end-of-life medical care in case you're no longer in a state to make those decisions. It is a form which um, set out the medical care you wish to receive or not receive in case you are no longer able to speak for yourself or make decisions for yourself. It is um, also advisable that you fill in this form in consultation with your doctor because your doctor knows your medical history. It is also particularly important when you have a progressive illness or life-limiting illness or terminal condition. You can give general and specific instructions in that document about the treatment such as uh, resuscitation, life support, or artificial feeding. So these are the things that you can decide whether you want to carry on or not. She says it's important to let those around you know that you made the document. We suggest the document must be specific, current, in writing, signed by you and witnessed. If witnessed by your doctor, he or she can testify as to your capacity and also they can explain the treatment they provide to you. It is best to let the doctor and the hospital and your family and your guardian and the aged care facility know about your wishes that you make that document and that you have completed and signed the advanced care directive. You should let them know where the original is kept and must provide a copy to them. There are a few more things you'll want to discuss with your loved ones, like the kind of funeral you desire and if you want to donate your organs. The Groundswell Project's Jesse Williams says that they've created Dying to Know Day on August 8th to help start these discussions. If it does feel uncomfortable, uh, the best way to have a conversation about death, dying and grief is just to crack the ice. Just do it. Because actually it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. And we find that most people, when, once the topic is on the table, most people actually have an interest in the idea of talking about it. And most people actually want to want to have the conversation. So I think our fears can stop us from having the conversation, but I would just encourage anybody and everybody just to break the ice. And then once you've done that, you're on your way. Dozens of events are happening around Australia for Dying to Know Day on August 8th. It's a good opportunity to start your end-of-life plan and chat to your family. The feature on why you shouldn't avoid conversations about death was prepared by Audrey Bouget and Ildiko Dauda and read by Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.